0: You're listening to the BSC News Podcast, the leader in decentralized finance on the Binance Smart Chain. Here's your host, Ben Anties.
1: I'm joined today with Joe, the founder and CEO of Flappy Doge, and Xander, the CMO of Flappy Doge. And Joe and Xander, welcome to the BSC News Podcast.
0: Thanks for having me. Looking forward to the conversation.
1: I am as well, and I'm particularly interested to learn about really where the idea came from and then what users are going to be able to kind of expect to see out of the project. And I did some, you know, preliminary research into you guys and saw it looks like we'll have a trailer of the game next month and then probably a product release in March. And are we still kind of on schedule for that roadmap?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's generally the roadmap. Um, you know, the the idea, um, just came about through a, a group of about 15, uh, different developers who, you know, we've worked together in the past on projects and, you know, we're really interested in this space and, you know, the, the, uh, gaming, um, development space in general. So this is kind of a a combination of multiple ideas and plans that, uh, we just put into one and and set into motion back in, um, the, the late summer time frame and um, you know from a roadmap perspective we basically just built our organic telegram group our, our marketing all generally just um, from uh, the ground up you know and, and that was something we started building back in like I said around the late summer early fall um, you know we're doing a we did a, a fair launch basically where we just you know um, worked with pink sale and and raised uh raised a good amount to help fund you know like you said some of the development that's coming and um we've got a trailer on the way um and then the game um in the later q1 of this year so that's kind of the the high level um uh and then Xandra, i don't know if you want to add anything to the
2: yeah um just take it kind of point by point the um the original idea i think we all kind of had this I i know uh Joe and I grew up playing a lot of video games and um, things have obviously morphed into you know a lot of the world built um, huge epic adventures and, and there's just a lot of different stuff. but we we also loved you know being able to kind of pull out your your cell phone and play a game when you got five minutes. And so we kind of looked at all the things that over our kind of lifetime we've enjoyed doing and thought about, um linking those things together and taking advantage of you know the crypto space to do that and the, the new technologies that are coming forward and I, I know that some people you know kind of wonder like how how does this work with gaming but the way I like to think about it is like you know my mom used to say oh well, you know you're never going to get anything out of video games and guess what now we're all grown up and we like the idea of you know earning something to play our video games. And so, you know, effectively what crypto allows you to do is to um, put value into a token and then use that token to create returns for the people playing the video games. And that's basically what the two pieces that we combined in in making Flabby Doge and creating an ecosystem where we can essentially uh, monetize in the play to earn kind of strategy uh, the, the, the enjoyment that we get out of playing the game. So, you know, now we envision a a system where, you know, you're playing, uh, a few minutes on your mobile game. Maybe you're doing a head to head versus battle something like that with the, with the flappy doge characters. Um, and then, you know, you get home and there's another, you know, couple of tokens that we we've talked to in terms of developing their games as well. And, you know, the things that you're just normally doing kind of just for fun, uh, now they have a little uh, added monetary benefit to it. And I think that's a very easy leap for the gaming community and anyone who's sort of played games that are fun on your phone um, to understand and to get excited about.
1: Agreed. And you hit a, a bunch of good points there. And really, both of you guys did. I think yeah. um, that point about, you know, there's this competition right now building out like the biggest metaverse game. Mm -hmm. And there's a ton of value in simple games that people just seem to kind of like leapfrogged over in a sense. I don't remember which game it was, but, you know, it may have been Candy Crush or something, right? Like the guy made billions of dollars off of Candy Crush. Simple, you know, and everyone, a lot of people are paying to play it because you can Mm -hmm. buy more turns or, you know, whatever it is you're doing. Or just playing it to kill time. So you're kind of tapping into from what I've seen on the gaming areas, you're tapping into something that really most people have kind of like ignored to this point.
2: Yeah. And it's already, it's already happening. Like you said, I mean, uh, I don't know. I've, I've played FIFA for a few years and like, yeah, I definitely paid real American dollars to buy imaginary, um, you know, football players on that <laughs> game. And, and that's, you know, you, I, it's funny because you say it kind of embarrassingly, but like, I really enjoy the game and, same thing. I've enjoyed Candy Crush. Um, you know, Flappy Doge is an homage to Flappy Bird, which I think to your point was one of these like extremely fun games that you could play in like 30 seconds uh, and, and you really got a kick out of it and you were challenging your friends and you could kind of boast with each other. And here we just want to add the crypto element, which I think makes it kind of even more fun because it, you know, puts a little something on the, on the, the, the match for, for instance, um, in that, in that style, And so, I think it's really kind of setting, planting a flag in that ecosystem and that space for this type of, of game. And then obviously we have some really big aspirations to grow that out and and connect and partner up with with other great ideas and and kind of be a, a central landing place for for that.
1: Okay, and we'll we'll get into the. The big idea is next first I wanted to focus in on on this game release itself and from what I read and you guys can definitely correct me um, Mm -hmm. on any of this that there's there'll be like a free version to play where you're just messing around and then there's like almost like a a wager version in a sense and is that where you get that that opportunity to earn so you have to you know you have to own the flappy doge token to to put bets on matches that type of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and the other thing we've done is is leading up to the launch, we actually sold NFTs that people can leverage um that actual player that they bought to play the game. So you're gonna actually, you know, have to have a character. Um and the people that bought in pre-sale with their NFTs will have, you know, customized skins and different um, you know, functionality and that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, there's all kinds of options, at least from a playability standpoint. Um you know, like I said, we're looking at launching somewhere between, you know, March, April, May. Um, there's a couple of gaming conferences we're going to. So there's the the Saudi event. Um, I think that's early February. And then we've got the game development conference in San Francisco. So we'll be out there with uh, some of our partners. Um, Narsan Studios is our um, company developing a lot of the back-end um, gaming specific uh, processes. And then they're doing a lot of the... Um, actual game development, um, in general. So we've, you know, the thing with our team and the thing that Xander and I like, you know, where we're building projects is, uh, having proven teams, proven resources. Um, we use proven marketers. So we're not out here, um, basically cutting our teeth, you know, we're, we've used all proven uh, people in the past. We're not wasting money, just throwing uh, money around. So we've got, uh, a pretty healthy war chest that we you know raised during the private sales and the public sales and um you know we're we're holding on to that and leveraging as best we can so i know xander if you want to add anything
2: yeah um so i I think for the 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 point that that we originally kind of started with the the game um yeah it has some head-to-head options there's a kind of quest version because you're for wanting to go through different levels. And there's a bunch of systems that we've kind of set up in our storyboard for, you know, where there's rewards. So, uh, you know, part of this is having a series of events, tournaments, um, you know, certain days that you play and you get a little bonus. Um, There's going to be some Easter eggs involved, stuff like that, that just kind of adds to the fun of the game, keeps it enjoyable, um, makes it something that you can kind of continue to play uh, you know, if, if things go well, I do have that vision of Candy Crush, which has about 20 million levels. Um, but you know, it kind of extends the, the enjoyment a bit. Um, but, but it also tells a story as well, which is, um, kind of, if you watch the trailer, you kind of see that there's, there's something going on and, and it fits the, the overall piece of it. And then, uh, I, I, you know, like Joe said, we've, we've been very cautious in how we've kind of done things and that we want to use people that are reputable and want to build slowly um we think that a slow moon is the best moon as we like to say because um you know it's just it's easy to be a flash in the pan and i think in this space we also want to contribute to crypto um in general and you know show that we kind of mean what we say and do the things that we we say we're going to do um because i think in the long run that's also part of what makes these things um important and, and have value is that they're contributing to the development of this incredible technology uh, in a positive way, instead of just, um, you know, kind of pump and dump and all those, those words that we, we are very cautious about.
1: Yeah. I think I completely understand that. I think it's the right move to make as a company, right? Cause I think people tend to forget that you guys are building a company here in a business, not just like a, a one-off project in a sense. And with that too, Joe, you mentioned the the ability to customize your character, which yeah. will be used, you know, with NFTs, which I imagine gives Flappy Doge like another use case in there. And this actually ties into what Xander said, where like you know, you you spend money on seemingly worthless things. Obviously, the value is the enjoyment out of it. And yeah. like I think because I'm a, I'm a I'm not super old, but I'm in my mid thirties. And in our time of growing up, you know, video games, you just bought the game and you played it and there was no additional expense or anything. Uh, But with my eight-year-old, what I see is the games are free and he just wants to buy all the skins and spend more money than I would have ever spent (laughs) on a video game. So the value in the, uh, the items that actually don't improve performance is enormous.
0: Yeah, no, I, you know, and, I uh, I agree 100%. You know, it's like we grew up doing the same thing. You'd buy the game once, and then that was it. You didn't have to do anything else. But you know, it's almost like it. The the game is the the teaser and the skins and the different functionalities and all the different things you can either win or earn or buy yourself. That's kind of where you can make uh, a little bit of your money. You know, so I I agree with you. And then you bring in the whole metaverse um, angle, uh, which is is a huge and emerging you know area in itself so that's obviously still to be developed you know
1: yeah and so let's think about on that note you mentioned you're talking potentially with projects that want you guys to help them release their games or uh, working with other partners to expand your ecosystem what does that look like and is there any plans you guys can talk about
0: yeah I mean there's not you know, we're, we're heads down developing the game right now from, you know, phase one, um, specifically. So, I mean, well, at least we're, we're targeting that, but what we've you know learned in the past is, is our knowledge is very valuable. And so if we can find other, um, up and coming projects that want to join with us, you know, they can leverage our experience and, and things that we've, uh, learned in the past and, and yeah, be that launch pad. And, and I think that will help just grow our, our, um, our project, you know, itself. So,
2: yeah. And I think that the idea behind it is that there um, you know, if you just think about sort of the, the way the world works economically, I mean, you know, Europe has euros, us has dollars, like, but there's some interchangeability and we like the idea that like, look, just cause you play Flabby Doge doesn't mean that you can't play this other really fun game. And the ability to kind of, jump back and forth between different things um, is really enjoyable, which, you know, I think uh, Apple understands that, you know, which is why you can download all these different games. Um, the The launchpad concept allows other interesting um, kind of mobile driven games to come on board much quicker. Um, and I think, you know, that's where we have this idea that you're creating an ecosystem with a really fun game as its anchor, that then de- develops and grows but then allows other games to come on board too and then you can take advantage of the fact that like you're already kind of in this token to explore some of the other cool things that are coming on and so we've got some talks and um already in place with a couple of different <coughs> gaming uh tokens that that are interested in doing partnerships um and but like joe said we you know we want to kind of develop a our our first game launch first, and like you said, also we're running a business, so continuing to grow the community and getting um, some of those ducks in a row is, is also pretty critical. And you know the other piece I'll add is that we're, we're always mindful of the greater crypto market in terms of some of the timing of some of this stuff. So we're we're kind of always analyzing the different moving parts that are, that are happening and, and trying to maximize the value. and And I think the people that have already gotten into the flappy doge token have enjoyed kind of how stable everything's been for us because we're continuing to kind of monitor everything and and, and like joe said work hard on the game
1: so in a sense it's potentially a long vision is to continue to develop just a, a larger mobile presence with various potentially in-house games or partner games or just kind of a network there
0: yeah exactly exactly
1: I'm curious to know your guys' opinion. Is there a reason why the mobile experience has, I feel like, largely been overlooked up to this point?
2: Yeah, I mean, philosophically, I think some of that is just the in-the-moment in the way of marketing that and, and advertising that crypto has, mm-hmm. which is just sort of like bigger, better, more jaw-dropping imaginative stuff when you so you get like you know metaverses and NFTs and all these things that they seem like huge visions, but the simplicity of you know mobile games and being able to access something quickly on your phone is just maybe not as sexy in a lot of ways, but like you said before, it's just really incredible how much uh how much business there is being done just in these little kind of one-off things. And we we'd rather focus on doing that really well then you know again trying to compete with like let's say Fortnite or something it's just like these huge companies they have this massive ability to produce some of these things and we just don't think that that's necessarily the space we wanted to play in uh and plus like w- we we just still love the idea of just you know like whip your phone out when you got 5 minutes and just enjoy something um really simple and and fun
0: yeah and no, just to just to jump on that too you know When we were growing up, you know, we either had, you know, a console um, or you had, you know, a PC and and now you're getting to where the phones, the technology on the phones are so advanced that you literally have, you know, almost an advanced PC right in your hand at all times. So the mobile development has actually kind of caught up from a performance standpoint. So, you know, you can do VR on your phone, you know, if you just have one of those the goggle-like things, you know? So we're getting to the point where kind of that that cross is happening where the mobile phone, you can, you can be, um, you know, equally performing with a PC from, you know, a, a certain standpoint. So I think kind of what you're saying is, I think we're merging now into that and mobile's becoming really, uh, the network, you know, bandwidth is super fast. The technology on the phone is, is just almost equal to a PC. So I think it's kind of, we're getting to that point at least.
2: Yeah. And
1: you touched on VR, which I wanted to bring up also, because I saw on the roadmap, you have VR further down. Uh, Do you want to go into that a little bit?
0: Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're casting a pretty um, wide net from what our goals are specifically. Um, But then we're not ignorant enough to think that we shouldn't just do something the right way. So like I was saying earlier, developing the mobile game is our phase one plan. Um, You know, from a longevity standpoint, we want to be ahead of the curve as best as we can. So having goals for, you know, VR and um, a lot of the metaverse integrations and that kind of stuff, that's going to be built out, you know, later this year, early next year. So it's kind of just more of like a roadmap. Um, format and and more of setting a goal, um, but we want to do the mobile game uh, well, and we want to do it first and make it sustainable, supportable. And then from there, you know, the business can grow into other areas. So it's kind of just more of a um, a long-term goal um, from a VR and metaverse standpoint.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's a bit of the dreaming. Like, again, you get back to like, when I was a kid, like, you know, God, you know, we were, Watching on 8 bit stuff, but like the two things you wanted was it would be awesome if you could do this and make money, and it would be awesome if you could actually immerse yourself in the world of your imagination that you were kind of helping that your video game was helping you kind of imagine. And so, I think you know, we've added the VR element partly as like this is part of where we imagine the experience going is the you know, the more you enjoy the games, and all the more you like to immerse yourself, and we would like to go along that journey and try and do that literally in the case with, with VR. So we're excited about that technology coming along and we want to grow along with it.
1: I think that makes a lot of sense. I think this crypto space, in my opinion, is part of what's going to propel VR forward because it seems like VR hasn't done that great historically in terms of like what the capabilities are. And now I think there's a whole new incentive for for VR to be developed a lot faster.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, the interesting thing, and I I think about this every now and then, I remember, you know, not to to date myself here, but back in the mid-90s, I remember playing a VR game, and it was really immersive, you know, back then. It was some big, boxy, you know, almost half the size of, like, a, a bathroom or something. You'd step in with a headset and all this stuff. And like you said, it really hasn't been... Um, it you know it's been around for a while, but it hasn't really been the leading technology from a gaming standpoint. So, you know, are we going to get there? I think we think we are. You know, um, VR is pretty pretty cool stuff, and it's come a long way, but it's been around forever and it's never been like that leading thing. You know, so we shall see.
1: Yeah, and so the the last question I want to ask you guys and have you answer one at a time is in terms of Flappy Doge, what are you most excited about? Let's say over the next 12 months. And I know you guys have your, your big ideas and your, and your big goals. And so Joe, why don't you start with that?
0: Yeah. You know, and we each all, we each all have our different roles on the teams, right? So a lot of us are focused on the strategy and some of us are focused on the business and then some are focused on marketing. And so from my standpoint, you know I'm most excited about growing the business um, building a, a solid base of you know um, investors which we feel like we've got now growing that base of investors building a quality game that people like to play and enjoy playing and you know and and I think putting out a good product so that's my personal goal and Xander I don't know if you want to add anything from your side
2: yeah I mean I agree uh, the kind of role of the marketing officer is to make sure that you have a consistent strategy, and I think that it speaks to the group of people that are excited about this game and the people that are continuing to buy Flappy Doge um, as a token in anticipation of that are hoping to have a great experience to play a fairly straightforward, accessible game um, and, and earn token as they do it and be able to manifest that idea of getting paid to play games uh, in real life and explore that with us. And over the next year, I think that's what we're focused on building and, and growing that community as much as possible. So that's, I'm excited about seeing that already having started, like Joe said, with our, our telegram and, you know, people purchasing flappy uh, that aren't just like our friends and family, but like actual people that are excited about it. And so continuing to grow and, 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 and see that happen is what we're most excited about manifesting in the next year from my perspective.
1: Okay, cool. And I think um, I'm actually going to share what I'm most excited about too, because uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, you guys are targeting a platform that's in 4 billion pockets or hands at this moment, mm-hmm. you know, so I think there's a major advantage to that. And in a major, like, with your with your model, the way I see it is like a major flexibility of like, let's get this game done. And then you're not stuck needing to like, you always want to be developing it, but you're not developing this like monster thing that it's going to, you know, be all hands on, on deck all the time. It's, you guys can almost see how it goes, develop the next one, branch out. Uh, I think, I think that's a, it's really unique.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most, most crypto projects fail for that reason. Right. You know, you got to walk you know, crawl, walk, run. So, you know, we want to do what we do best up front, and then build from it from there without, you know, you know, blowing out our whole marketing budget on, on the first month, you know, we've got it leveraged for a long-term growth and, and that's what we're doing.
2: Yeah. And like you said, there's, there's a massive market here. Uh, it's not such a giant project to develop uh, a mobile game that it's going to you know, require all the effort in the world. So it's, I think it's a nice balance for where crypto is right now and for the kinds of promises that we want to make and be able to honor. So yeah, we're, we're very excited about that. So that was a great point.
1: Yeah. And just in thinking like in terms of, let's say your competition, you know, you have the crypto competition, but also, you know, the, the current uh, mobile app developers, I almost think you're getting the hard part out of the way first. Which is like the integration with blockchain and the token, the community. And then from there, it's like, who knows, man? Like yeah. where the games you guys can build. And I'm just thinking, like, you know, I don't know how many games each mobile development company has, but I would imagine it's tens or hundreds or thousands potentially. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And 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 the you start getting into like, you know just like Joe said, we have a body of knowledge, uh, you know, mobile gaming companies have a body of knowledge too. And that's, you know, something that would be very easy once you have an ecosystem built to onboard and, and add to that ecosystem. So, you know, yeah, we, we absolutely think that if you get this part fundamentally right, then there's a ton of like growth potential just from being able to basically repackage mobile games with flappy doge token as your ecosystem and then not only can our you know our players who own the token benefit but you bring in these whole new audiences that come in and can just do the do the game with the exchange uh it's flappy token and and now you're playing the game you already had fun playing but you have some monetizability for it
1: i think that's awesome it's it's fun to see where where all the gaming stuff is headed because i think who knows where it's going to be a year from now and who knows where you guys will be a year from now. So, uh, I want to, you know, thank you guys for coming on and, and good luck with everything you're you're taking on here.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having us, man. We appreciate the conversation. Yeah, it was great. Thanks very
2: much.